What's up, everybody? Tom Johnston back for what would be the first edition for this week of Talk Time with Tom. And, you know, my apologies for not uh, podcasting uh, yet this week until today. I I had a very busy weekend. I've been really uh, applying to jobs in my field, a lot of news stations. And not only that, but I came out of conference this weekend. Uh, I... And that was a very empowering conference, and I really spent a lot of time, you know, devouring the information that I had learned from conference and um, really, really helped me with a uh, brighter perspective, per se, in in a lot of areas in in just everyday life. And, uh, you know, I'm very thankful for what, what has transpired in the time that, you know, the folks that are in my, that are within the organization I'm a part of, what they uh, had said and what they put together, you know, it's very valuable for me. And, you know, I really thank a lot of those people for taking the time out to do it. It shows that they care and it shows that, you know, they, uh, they, they want to see everyone win, you know, and um, thankful for that. And, you know, I can't wait for the, the, the fall conference, the big one, uh, but uh, enough, enough of that, you know, conference was great and really having a productive week. But to get into today's, you know, uh, show, first off, I want to say that the Talk Time with Tom podcast is now available on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public. As always, I appreciate the listeners. If you'd like me to discuss a particular topic on an upcoming podcast, feel free to inbox me on social media. And uh, today, you know, the, the to, this week, it, it's been kind of weary with sports. You know, right now, the NBA Finals and the uh, All-Star Game and the Home Run Derby uh, finished up. Uh, Pete Alonzo from the New York Mets is uh, your defending and repeating uh, home run derby winner. A lot of people uh, early on thought Shohei Otani was going to win. I was kind of the ones that w- was believing that, but then at the same time, I just said, there's no way Shohei Otani wins this. And, you know, I, I, I think that what happened is that uh, Otani got introduced to something called uh, – not not really being the best at it. You know, he hits a lot of home runs and you know, he was actually he was the first uh, he he made history by becoming, you know, one of the first players and pitchers in the same game to like, you know, star and everything, but um you know, I think there was a lot of things wrong with what Otani had done. I mean, not saying that like his performance was wrong, but you know, I don't think he under he like actually knew what he was getting himself into with the home run derby. And you know, at the end of the day, you know, Pete Alonso, his uh, his experience in the past paid off, and you know that that ha- that so happened to be the case this year again. And you know, uh, overall, you know, I'm I, I'm very excited for you know what what happened in the home run derby you know a lot of inspiration uh to be added you know the fact that Pete Alonso went back to back was amazing but you know it just goes to show you the resilience I mean I I think for one in in like the first round he hit like 35 homers and and that was like you know I I wouldn't say that that was a record but like you you taught like here's what I want to get to with the home run derby it's it's one thing to be in a stadium where like you're kind of like maybe at sea level or like a little below sea level where the elevation isn't so bad, but like we're talking about Denver, Colorado here, like we're we're talking about what's dubbed as the Mile High City, you know, five thousand two hundred and eighty feet above sea level. You know, I, I've never been to Denver, Colorado before. I, I kind of actually uh, would love to actually go there one time, you know, because of like, you know, the scenery in Colorado and everything. But like overall, I mean, th- that that place is gorgeous. But like I've like I've never like have been in a city where like you're that high above sea level. But 
you know, t- to be honest with you, it makes it tougher because the I wouldn't say that the ball necessarily doesn't travel as much or as like high, but like the fact that you're in a different elevation plays a key role into a lot of things. You know, it does. It, it plays a key role into um a, a lot of different uh aspects and everything like that. But, you know, I, I just want to tell people is, is going into a place like Colorado or going into a place like Denver, it just goes to show you that, you know, not it, it's not made for everyone. You know, I, I can't tell you how many times NFL players, you know, that that are big uh, offensive weapons, you know, like an Antonio Brown for, that was formerly with the Steelers and whatnot, they'd go into, you know, in, into Colorado and stuff like that. And like, they wouldn't perform as much. Everyone would say, oh my gosh, like you stink. No, it's, it's the fact that since Colorado, is, since Denver especially is like elevated at a different level, like you're, you're allow me to say this. People, and, and I'm not trying to make this sound weird, but like, and, and I don't know very many people that have actually like been to Colorado before, like have been to Denver. Like it's, it's a great place to go skiing and whatnot because it, it snows like all get out there. But whenever you look at like air quality and performance wise, you're going to be breathing substantially different air. Now, now I'm far from a scientist, but I'm just like saying a fact is, is you're going to be breathing a different quality of air when, you know, you are a mile like, like you're at sea level or like, you know, your elevation isn't as high as like a mile is compared to like, you know, when you per se are in like Denver, Colorado, and you're a mile high in the air. Like you're, you're going to be different. Like I, I can't tell you how many times, like, and, and this might be such an unfathomable uh, comparison, but like, have you ever like traveled in the mountains where like you've heard this popping noise in like your ears and stuff? Cause like the higher you go elevation wise, like, you know, the more like the air density and whatnot changes and like your head just like kind of gets clogged up or what. I know whenever you go to a lower elevation, it unclogs, you know, it's just, it's kind of hard to explain because I don't have a science background, but like, I, I, I just want to tell people is, is the ball flies differently, say in like Denver, Colorado at Coors Field than it would if you per se were like in a Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh's more to like, lesser elevation than Colorado is and whatnot. But anyway, you know, the, the home run derby, what was a, was a, uh, a, a great show, you know, once again, you know, congrats to Pete Alonzo of the New York Mets, you know, really showed his, um, his, his guts and whatnot. But, um, you know, I'd like to actually say this, you know, um, shout out to Trey, uh, Trey Mancini of the Baltimore Orioles, okay? Shout out to Trey Mancini because that man and what he has overcome, you know, people honestly don't understand why I love sports and talking about sports and why I am an aspiring sports reporter and broadcaster, okay? Whenever you look at what can happen in sports, it, 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 it's completely, completely not even about the money or, you know, about your, your, like, about talent. It's more about, like, the unpredictable moments. I, I can't tell you how many times that, like, and, and I don't follow the Baltimore Orioles all like that. But allow me to just say this, okay? Trey Mancini, Trey Mancini, uh, last year around this time was battling uh, cancer per se. He was battling a serious disease, and you know, uh, it just it it, it it's 
I I just I don't I don't know how to uh how to explain it, but like it, it it's just I I'm happy for him. You know, it it's like it's sports stories like this that you know really just make you make you feel fortunate that like you're not in the same position. Uh, because, you know, if I'm honest with you, you know, allow me to say like this, okay? The, the, the perseverance that Trey Mancini's shown in, in the home run derby, and let, let's put it this way, okay? He's only like 29, okay? And he was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer last April. Uh, and, and it was a month, uh, after, uh, he went, underwent a surgery to remove a tumor. You know, allow me to say this, okay? This is why I love sports, because it shows the resilience that athletes have. Trey Mancini, probably if you're, if, if you go back to last April and this whole situation, I don't think that Trey Mancini himself would have predicted that he'd be in a home run derby, let alone the way in the position he is right now. I I, I don't think he would have. But I think due to the fact that, you know, he has resilience and that the doctors caught what they caught and that he underwent treatment and whatnot. And, you know, now he's thankful that, you know, God and stuff is keeping, you know, the cancer away and that he's able to live life. You know, it, it just shows true resilience. And, and you know, it's kind of like how John Lester was a while back, you know, because I, I don't know if you all know that or not. But if you are a baseball fan, you would honestly know that uh, John Lester had to uh, o- overcome the se- – like, I, I'm not going to say the uh, – the same thing, but um, I, all I'm gonna say is he um he he also had cancer, and and he had a rare form of blood cancer, uh, and he he's overcome that, and and you know I I just you you get so moved by the inspiration by the, the the obstacles that these people have to overcome. And to be honest with you, you know, a lot of athletes, they take a lot of criticism. And yet a lot of these people, and, and I hate to say it like this, but a lot of these, a lot of people want to jump to criticize a player at any sporting level and not realize that they are the ones putting in work and not everyone else. And yet, you know, here here we have a resilient Trey Mancini. Now, again, I don't follow the Baltimore Orioles. I like that. But, you know, the fact that, you know, it's going to get to the second half of the season and whatnot, I, this is where I, I'm going to tell you right now, baseball gets better. But overall, you know, I, I wanted to really just talk about the Trey Mancini part. I, I know that the home run derby happened on Monday, but, like, it, it's it's not about Pete Alonzo winning the derby for like the second straight year even though like last year was like wiped out that that that's not what it's about think about it as it was a time for Shohei Otani to maybe face some adversity and whatnot it was time to see maybe Pete Alonso maybe strike again but the fact that you know Trey Mancini overcame what he overcame man that that that's powerful because you know let, let's put it this way okay I know I, I I personally know some people that cancer has touched in in their life, and it, it's it's not a fun disease. It's not. Um, in, in fact, cancer is one of the most debilitating diseases there are, and it, it's probably like if I I have a lot of hatred for a lot of diseases, and like cancer is like probably the the top disease that I have the most uh dislike and hatred for. You know, um cancer has touched my family in ways that I can never forgive it and stuff like that, but um you know, you you just like to see this the stories of these people be of these athletes and just people in general overpowering and overcoming the odds, but you know, 
for Trey Mancini to show that resilience, man, I'm happy for him. You know, um, it just goes to show you that, you know, you can be the most fit human being on earth, but you, you're still subject to the same diseases and stuff that ain't not so healthy or a not so fit uh, human being might be uh, susceptible to. So, you know, it, it goes both ways. It just shows you how precious life is. And it just shows you that, you know, we can all work together to really make an outcome that's, you know, worth living for. And so, you know, but I really enjoyed Shohei's uh, performance, but uh, overall, you know, um, I- I'll say this much about the Shohei Otani performance, and-, and I'll leave it at this, is that, you know, I I feel as if uh, that 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 final matchup between Otani and um and uh, and and Juan Soto was amazing. But um, you know, <clears throat> here here's what I have to say. When when you look at that second, when whenever you look at that matchup between Soto and Otani, you have to realize something is is that both men battled through adversity. Shohei came back, but uh, Juan Soto proved why he is a young, talented stud. And you know, go going forward, you know, I think you're gonna see a lot of this going on. But overall, you know, home run derby was was amazing. I, I actually didn't predict Pete Alonso to win, but I, I'm a big stat guy, and the stats prove themselves, and that was that. So, uh, yeah, but um, you know, go, going into the All Star game, you know, um, thing things happen, but uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, how, how can I put this? Um. I I just I really don't get this. I really don't. But um, you know, for, first off, the All Star Game got moved from Atlanta to Denver, Colorado, and I don't get why. But um, you know, allow me to say this: the AL beats the NL for the eighth straight time. The the NL needs to start to get their t- get their heads uh up and uh start really going somewhere. But um. Allow me to say this, you know, at the end of the day, uh, hey, it's going to happen. But um, I just, I don't get this. But at at the end of the day, the All-Star game is really not worth much talking about, to say the least. But uh, the NL won. uh, The the AL has won every All-Star game since 2013 and holds a 46-43-2 to edge all-time. So, um... Congratulations, um, you know, congratulations to uh to the AL for winning. I unfortunately did not watch the All Star game. Uh, I, I I don't find the All Star game too appealing to watch just because, like, you know, if you're a star pitcher, you're you're gonna be blocked in how many innings you get and stuff like that, and you know, just because you're the starter. It doesn't mean you're gonna start the entire game and stuff like that, but um, you know, overall, I I think that the American League is far more talented than the National League. It it shows, but um, you know, overall, you know, uh, hey, but um, you know, today, I I really wanted to to really talk about something, and that's about being a resilient human being, and here's why. You know, I mentioned that at the top of the the top of this podcast that I had a conference that I attended to. It was a virtual conference. It was it's a business conference, in, in fact. And um, the the reason there there's a couple real reasons why I really paid attention to this conference because it showed a lot of resilient people. Uh, and and a lot of resilient people spoke. Uh. The, the mentors that mentor my mentors, they uh, they got to speak. And whenever I heard these people speak, it, it, it was flat out like everything. And, and I, I just, I want to speak about what resilient means. 
means, what, what being a resilient individual means. Because, see, here's the thing, okay? A lot of people uh, say that they are resilient, but how resilient are you? You know, you know. Here, here's here's where I'm trying to get with this. Is is this okay? Being a resilient individual means you don't let failure or the fear of failing or the fear of doing something wrong get to you. You don't allow for the outside noises to creep in. And, you know, there, there was a powerful quote that I had, uh, I, I, I wrote down. And uh, I'm not going to say who, who wrote the quote because it was via a business conference of mine. But what I will say, though, is, is this. It, it, it really spoke, um, it, it spoke a lot to me as a, uh, as a uh, human being because it's so true. And stuff like that. And, and, and you know, I, I feel like, you know, sometimes, pe- like, resilient people need to, um, they, they, they find a way to just be different. You know, like, they, they find a way to take a different road. Because, you see, let, let's put it this way, okay? What resilient people realize is, is that overall, you are going to... Find people, find the vast majority of people that want to go down the same path. They they think that going down the same path is going to lead to success. And I'm not saying that it doesn't, but if everyone goes down the same path, who's really going to succeed or find success? I mean, if if you at if you ask me, there, there's really not that uh not that many people that um are are gonna are going to find it. But, um, you know, overall, you know, and I mean, I, I, I've, I've wrote, you know, so many uh, notes down from this conference, but like where, where I'm trying to get to is, is this conference showed me what, you know, what resilient people do. Um, and, and I found the quote and that's that, where there's a void in communication, negativity will fill. And it, it, it really resonates because, uh, allow me to say this, okay? If you define yourself as a resilient person, okay? And, and everyone is open to their own, uh, their, their own definition of being resilient. But... What what is it that you think makes you a resilient individual? Because see, and and this is another thing that I've learned from this past weekend is is that resilient people, you know, and, and here's just a um here's just a quick dictionary definition I found off of uh Google, and it says that um resilient, able to withstand or recover quickly from difficult conditions. But um you know, allow me to say this, okay? Here, here's how I would define a resilient individual. They don't let negativity fill in. They don't listen to everyone because, see, here's the thing is, is the vast majority of people, they care for what someone else has to think. But yet again, though, they don't honestly look at the results those other people have. Resilient individuals want better results, you know, and they, they find a way to go do it. You know, um, I, I kind of like how, uh, one of my mentors, his name is Bobby Campbell, how he, uh, how he talks about it. He says, resilient people, they don't manage their time because he doesn't believe in time management because, I don't think that there is a such thing as time management. I totally agree with him when I say it's about prioritizing time. Because have you ever heard of the phrase that actions reveal priorities? I've heard that a lot. And, you know, if I'm honest with people, that, that saying couldn't be more true. 
you know, actions do reveal priorities because what you act upon is what you're going to do, what you prioritize, you know, and this past weekend at this conference, I had realized one thing, and that's that in this whole scope of things, I was allowing for a pandemic to delay my uh, the start of my career. And, you know, I shouldn't have allowed that because, see, here's the thing, is that I know fellow graduates of mine that have found a job in the field of journalism six months, eight months or so after graduating. And, you know, if I'm honest with people, it, it shouldn't, I, I, I haven't applied myself. And, you know, it, it's like I tell myself every day how, like, you know, I, I, I'm learning how to prioritize my time. Resilient people, they prioritize their time in a way that makes them resilient. And, you know, allow me to say this, you know, I, I can I can consider like, you know, a lot of baseball players, a lot of pro athletes resilient. You know, uh, Pete Alonso is a very resilient human being. He uh, didn't really let the fat, the fear of him being a mile high actually affect his uh, his production in the home run derby. Uh, you know, Shohei Otani is a very resilient human being because he was gassed round after round, but he still gave, you know, Soto a run for his money. You know, how, how can I put this is, is this. Resilience is how you're going to make it. Like how, how you as an individual, like how resilient you are is going to determine how good or bad you make of it. However, you know, that, that, that's just that. You know, that, that really is just that. But overall, you know, um, I, I'll, I'll say this much is, is I, can, I think I'm the most resilient out of my family because I've been put in very adverse situations, you know. And uh, w- one of the reasons why I say is because, like, let's put it this way, okay? I couldn't just say... Whenever I was in high school and going to college, because I was a senior eyeing college. Now, allow me to say this, okay? I didn't really think about going to Penn State until, like, I really actually, like, opened up my options and was really looking at a couple different uh, programs and scenarios. And I'm like, maybe this is the right school for me. Who knows? But if I'm honest with people, you know... I tell people all the time, you know, it's, it's not about what you do, but it's how you do it. You know, oftentimes they're not, you know, resilient people. It's not the knowledge that they know. It's who they know that's going to get you somewhere. You know, I mean, if I'm honest with you, the reason why I really haven't advanced much since graduation is because I haven't applied myself. But that's going to change because, you know, next Thursday I'm going to be 25. You know, uh, I'm not getting any younger, but I've realized that, you know, it's it's enough fooling around. It's enough doing this and doing that because it's enough. Enough is enough. Resilient people at some point, they, they find a way to you know, not let the negativity bring them down. They only like make wave for positive energy, for positive vibes. They only listen to certain people and, you know, they, they block out the, the, the most of the negativity. And if I'm honest with people, you know, that that's where I am in, in my life. You know, People tell me, oh my God, you have all the time in the world to, you know, get, get out of debt and to, you know, do this and to do that. And you want me to tell you what I tell people is, is no, I don't have all the time in the world. My, my window for my prime is only so long and it's up to me to take the action to make it 
what I need to make it. You know, um, I, I have a lot of goals in my future, you know, and, and I guess being a resilient individual means dealing with failure and dealing with the process and just trusting the process, you know, and uh, realizing that at the end of the day, you know, you, you can do this and you can do that, but it's about how resilient you are to actually doing it. You know, um, if I'm honest with you, it's the simple fact that I'm turning 25 a week from tomorrow. And I've realized that some goals that I have right now that are for my future, that the window is closing on some of those opportunities. And I refuse to let that time go by any and any longer to where I'm not capitalizing. You see, I, I want I want my brothers, and not only brothers, but I want my sisters too. Not not just blood sisters, but people that are close to me I consider sisters to be prospering. I I, I have a lot of big dreams. You know, it, it I, I don't want to be a journalist to just be on TV. I don't want to be a sports broadcaster to just be on TV. Because that's not what it's about. You know, uh, and, and the thing is, is I feel like a lot of young young folks that are around my age group, that's why they want to be in the field because, oh, I get to be on TV. It, it, it's not about being on TV. It, it's, it's about utilizing your resources to help others and to uplift other people. You know, th- this past year... I've realized one thing about resilient individuals, and that's that they enjoy seeing other people grow in ways that other people never even thought was possible. They do. And and let me tell you something is, is this. I enjoy that. I enjoy that a lot for plenty of reasons. For one... Being a resilient individual means you're just not going to listen to what people say. You're only going to listen to so to such a small portion of people because of the results that they have, not essentially the results that you want to hear. But like, let, let me ask you this, okay? If you are a young individual, okay, how resilient are you? To look at your current situation and to be honest with yourself and to look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, what is my purpose today? What is my purpose that I am fulfilling right now that's going to build for my future? What is the purpose? You, you know, I'm not going to get into what my goals are because if what one thing I found out, especially about being a resilient individual and through mentorship, is is if you tell just anyone what your goals are, they gonna start using that against you, and then and then whenever you don't start like figuring out what your goals are, they really gonna find a way to like be like, oh, you said you're gonna accomplish this, this, and this, but in all honesty, you didn't, you didn't accomplish nothing. And, and and you know what that that just brings the negative mindset in that well well you said this but like I, I've learned this don't even think about saying your goals to anyone it, 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 unless it's the people you really might trust that don't see you but they believe you and that they believe in what you're saying but then there's actions behind that. You know, uh, allow me to say this. In my career, my broadcasting career, I want to be an Emmy-winning reporter and journalist. I I, want to be a play-by-play broadcaster, but how does that start? That starts with me putting action. And, like, you know, I've let a pandemic really halt the damn thing whenever I could. I mean, I also don't have a car right now, which is playing a factor into it, but I got my license. But that's still that that's besides the point. It's the simple fact that I'm not, you know, I just I don't I don't know what it is. I, I don't, but but it's something that I look forward to finding out soon because like I I'm gonna be damned if this continues anymore. 
you know, I've really started to realize that, you know, podcasting helps me relieve my stress, but but it's something that I love doing. But like, if I let the outside noise affect that, I'm not happy. It's time to put action to action. And you want me to tell you something is this is, I know the mistakes that I've made in my past. Oh, I know. But but let me tell you something is, is there's a difference between an individual that makes mistakes in their past, but shows that they haven't learned anything from it compared to an individual that has made mistakes in their past but they show the action that they want to change, they're willing to change for the better, and that by taking these actions and by, you know, stuff like that, you know, they they just, they don't want to be in that same pathway, you know, and uh, stuff like that. You know, at the end of the day, if if people talk about you, guess what? The way I look at that nowadays is is you must either really be doing something great that you know they don't see themselves doing or that you're really just do you're really just doing what you said you were going to do and people notice that and they respect that or people notice what you did and they notice that you had the guts to go down a different path and they didn't like that so now they're starting to talk about you but either way the fact that you, the fact that people want to talk about you, well, guess what? I, I got a newsflash for you. Be flattered that they made you a part of their day. They took their own time out of their own day to 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 have your name a part of it. That's a that's an accomplishment. That's kudos to you. But you want me to tell you something? This is this. I I I've learned this past year a lot of things that I didn't know beforehand. And part of me thinks that through everything, you know, I'm I'm in a better position right now than I was last year at this time. You know, last year at this time, I really wasn't happy. However, last year, this year at this time, I might be a little bit more happy because I'm starting to apply myself more. But at the end of the day, like... I'm just, I'm really like, just, I'm still like not happy, but I'm at least happier that like certain parts of my life have changed. But you want me to tell you something? Being resilient has to deal with your mindset. It really has to deal with how you overcome adversity. So many people, what you don't realize is, is so many people are going to put you through a situation to see how much you actually mean of your word. You know, the the say, the phrase that a quitter always quits, well, that, that could be true in most cases. But in some cases, quitters might quit at first, but then they realize that quitting gets them nowhere to begin with so that now they absolutely are destined to prove those people wrong, that they take on a new journey to not quit because all people want to hope and pray on is, is that they quit. But see, whenever you do that and you raise a lot of eyebrows, it's just like, oh, how did you quit? Oh, how did you do this? Oh, how did you do that? And, and people just, they, they don't realize that at the end of the day, it's about it's about the resilience you have. You see, I, I'm about to be 25. And like I tell people, I, I want to surround myself with people that are just as resilient, if not more resilient than I am. Because you want me to tell you something is, is this. Here, 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 here's another quote that I want you to really let it sink into you. And, and this is something that I also learned in the conference this past weekend. And it really summed up life pretty well. You are the sum or you are the average of the five people or the the five most people you hang around. And that really hit different because it's true. You are the summer, you are the average of that and here's why. Because what and and that could be either in a good or a bad way. Because and, and here's why I say that is because if you are around people that are really stacking bread and really saving and really uh, learning to become more intelligent with your finances, 
well, then you're going to be a good at, you're going to be a great average to an elite one. But if, if you're hanging around people that are not doing those things and, and are not doing some great things and, you know, they might be doing some bad things, then you're just going to fall in the opposite direction. But the key thing is, is it's up to you to follow that path. You know, it, it's up to you to really resonate and really do that path. And and I feel like certain people, they just, they, they want to follow others because they don't know how to lead themselves or where to find a place to help guide them in the right direction to lead themselves. You know, I can't tell you how many times at Penn State that so many people, and this is ranging from my jobs at Penn State to like in the classroom, how so many people categorize me as a leader. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, I, I, I believed that I could be a leader, but I was honest with myself at the time and said, there ain't no way in heck that I possess the characteristics that a leader possesses. Fast forward to a year later, I think differently now because I feel like I do have the characteristics and I do have a lot of things that, you know, could categorize a leader in a better way. I I feel like I got that. But I want other people to step up to the plate and be a leader too. Because let's put it this way, you know, resilient people find a way to get something done. And let me tell you this, to, to, to all the people out there that think it's just on one individual to change the world, it's to one individual to do this or to do that, I, I hear, I see posts on Facebook all the time talking about how people just think and feel as if, you know, they, they got something. How, how people just think and feel as if, you know, oh, well, th- this person has millions and they could be donating all this. Newsflash to you, a wealthy, a wealthy individual's like uh, job is to not donate the vast majority of their wealth to, to help things out. What people need to do is they need to change their mindset, and that's what resilient people do. And, and, that, and that's the thing with me is, is I've learned to become resilient. I welcome the truth because let me ask you this. Let me raise a question to you. And, and, and this is one thing that I've realized uh, in the past couple months. Would you be hurt more if people lied to you? Or would you be more hurt if people told you the truth? But if people told you the truth but gave you a resolution to the problem. Because you see, if it's me, I've learned one thing. I would rather be upset if someone lied to me then told me the truth. And here's why. The truth can hurt. Oh, it, it can hurt because I've been told the truth a couple times. And trust me, it hurt. But it hurt in a good way because instead of being told something that I I per se didn't want to hear, I was told something that I needed to hear. And that's what being a resilient individual does. And, and you want me to tell you something else is this. You know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I just I, I've learned to just be that resilient individual and to just really help others do the same. And and you know what? If I'm honest with you, I, I'm I'm not gonna say that if you hang around millionaires and whatnot that you're gonna be one, because it's up to you to adapt the choices and decision making to 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 garner the wealth you need to garner. But trust me on this, okay? If you hang around the right people, you're not only going to go in the right direction, you're going to make the smarter choices in life. And I'm not here to say that, that makes you better. What I'm here to say is, is that makes you want to help other people make those smarter choices. And become better as a unit, not just as an individual, but as a unit. Resilient people, they don't want to just become better for themselves. They want to become better for the team, better for the individuals that they're surrounding themselves with. And and that's just nothing 
but a pure fact. It, it all ties back to 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 being an athlete. You know, there are resilient athletes out there. You know, athletes that were told. Oh, oh, I'm not going to make it big and whatnot. Guess what? Look at Joe Burrow. I, I define him as a resilient athlete. Joe Burrow was once an Ohio State Buckeye. Joe Burrow was once a backup to Ohio State, then transferred out, and at LSU, he went off. And, and he had very little time to go off, but he went off, and now look at him. One of the top picks in the draft, uh, potentially the, the the franchise quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals, and yet look at him. But but it was the fact that he was resilient to the situation at Ohio State and resilient to the situation at LSU that garnered him the accolades in the situation that he's in today. Look at a lot of other people. I mean, I look at reporters as resilient too. I I mean, think about it. Is is re- reporters had to adapt when COVID first started to not being in the studio as, as much, working from home, adapting to technology that they really didn't utilize on an everyday basis to now being able to be back in studio and back doing interviews and this, that, the other. Reporters are resilient in that way. People, what, what I guess I'm trying to say is, and one of the last thoughts I'm going to leave people off with is, is being resilient is a matter of choice. You choose to allow whatever energy in your life you're choosing. I want to be surrounded by individuals that choose a positive, positive outlook. That, that don't drag one another down. That, that, that look at a situation, look at a fellow brother or fellow sister and say, hey, man, look, you came this far. You might not have achieved every single result you wanted to achieve, but guess what? You made progress in a direction that you didn't even think you were going to land and now look at the progress you made. And guess what? Kudos to you for making the progress. Kudos to you. Guess what? I enjoy that kind of environment. I would rather not be lied to. Because let me tell you something, okay? The, the highlight reel that I just, the demo reel that I just established, it, I, I'd rather a news director tell me to my face or via an email that they think that the, that they think that the demo reel is crap versus lying to me and saying, oh yeah, you have a great reel and stuff, but we're not going to give you a job. If if my reel is so great, then why won't you offer me a job? I, I have more respect and a more profound gratitude for someone that says, I, I, I see the potential and here's what I like and here's what I don't like about the reel, but here's what I think you should change that's going to land you a job. That's what I would rather hear. Because you want me to tell you something, this is this. So many people have it in their mind to be afraid of the truth. When in all reality, the truth is what sets you free. I'd rather hear the truth than be lied to. Because at least I'm hearing honesty versus a bold-faced lie. And at least as a resilient individual, resilient people love to hear the truth because it's not about setting someone free. Oh, no, 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 no. What is... Great about the truth is the fact that at least you're honest, but there there's a difference between just being told the truth and there's a bigger difference to being told the truth, but having an added resolution to the situation to just add some power, some uh, positive insight, some positive energy. That's what I would encounter. That's what I would love to hear. You want me to tell you something? This is this. If you ain't like that, then guess what? I'm not here to say that uh, there's not a spot in, in, in my circle for you, but uh, it's going to be a lot harder than what you think it is. But allow me to ask you this. is is resilient people take on the toughest challenges 
because it makes them more resilient, but it makes them stronger. It makes you believe more. I'd rather take on a challenge making hard money than having a job that makes me easy money because what do I get if I'm making easy money? If I if I'm if I'm in a position where I'm making easy money, I feel like I'm doing something wrong. But if I'm in a position where I'm making money that isn't so easy to come by, I feel like I'm doing something right and, and I'm expanding my knowledge and I'm broadening my comfort zone. Because you want me to tell you something is, is this. I'm okay with getting uncomfortable now because I've realized being uncomfortable, it makes a foundation for a resilient individual. But if you're going to be comfortable, well, then my friend, you are not looking to be resilient. And with that, I'd like to wrap up today because that's the main point I wanted to get across was being a resilient individual. And, you know, if, if you'd like to talk with me about this episode, I'm more than happy to talk with people. I, I am because, you know, trust me when I say this, I'm not here to ruffle feathers, but I'd rather be told the truth than be told a lie because truth is the fact that you care. Lying shows you don't care at all. Lying shows that, well, you'd rather lie and you'd rather beat around the bush than be honest. And you know what? I truthfully dislike that. So thank you all for listening to today's episode. I greatly appreciate it. And, you know, tomorrow I, I will I will do my darndest to be back for another episode. Uh, probably going to talk a little bit about uh, college football upcoming. Uh, the uh, certain odds were uh, released for certain games in the Big Ten and whatnot. Talk some maybe some Pirates baseball, uh, who they drafted and whatnot, and uh, go from there and uh, see how see how the rest of the sports is going to happen. You know, uh. But uh, for that, for now, I'm Tom Johnston, and I uh, thank you for listening.